Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad to be with you as we turn the page on 2020 and finally, finally head into 2021. And I'll tell you, that's a good sign. The fact that the Islanders will open training camp this week is a good sign. And we have got a lot of things to talk about. Also, by the way, uh, starting next week with our Monday show, we will go back to our full Monday through Friday schedule here on the Locked On Islanders podcast as training camp gets underway and then the season gets underway. So folks, hockey is back and I am glad to say we are back as well. We have got a lot to discuss. The Islanders make three player signings official. We're still waiting on word on the big signing that everybody's been talking about throughout the offseason. We'll have the latest on the negotiations. We've got a great Islanders birthday of the day, plus uh, New Year's resolutions for the New York Islanders as we get the new season started. So lots of different things to discuss, and also the whole situation with Joshua Hosang. So a lot of news as training camp is just around the corner. By the way, if there's something Islanders related that's on your mind, feel free to shoot us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about, feel free to email us. Leave your name, where you're from. We're happy to mention you on the air as we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date with all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Okay, let's get started. A lot of news over the last uh, couple of days since we did our Wednesday show. The biggest official news, at least, is that the Islanders have made three contracts official. They have signed goaltender Corey Schneider, forward Matt Martin, and defenseman Andy Green to contracts. Now, obviously, we've been told that this was coming for, uh, you know, six weeks, two months. Uh, It's been a while. We knew that these guys had agreed in principle to new deals, and now with training camp starting, you know, early next week, The Islanders are trying to make all of this official, so they've signed Schneider, Martin, and Green to deals. Terms, of course, not disclosed, uh, as is the Islanders' custom, but at the end of the day, 
Uh, now the best fourth line in hockey will remain together throughout this coming season as you have Sezekis Martin and Clutterbuck all under contract. You have an experienced goaltender who can either be on the taxi squad and or play in the AHL. So that is insurance against injury. And it is, you know, let's say Ilya Sorokin struggles early. You've got someone to turn to uh, who can give you NHL quality minutes. And with Andy Green, obviously the Islanders lost two key defensemen. Johnny Boychuk forced to uh, retire because of his gruesome eye injury. And then the trading of Devon Tave. So two of your top six defensemen from last year have moved on, will not be with the team. Adding Andy Green gives the Islanders some more depth on the blue line. And look, the style of hockey that the Islanders play, you know they need that blue line depth in order to play the way they want to play and and get through the season. Because look, between you, me, and the lamppost, nobody gets through a complete NHL season, even a shorter 56-game season like this one, without injuries hitting. And look, Noah Dobson is a bit of an unknown as to how ready he is to assume full-time, day-to-day, game-to-game, you know, duties and and be out there for, as a top six defenseman, game in and game out. And Andy Green gives the Islanders some insurance he can spell people, and he can almost be like a coach on the ice or on the bench uh, when he's not playing or not in the lineup. So uh, overall, these three signings, good moves, uh, and and hopefully things that will help the New York Islanders. The other piece of news that has been uh, going around since our last show, the Islanders uh, indicated that they are not allowing or invite not inviting forward Josh Hosang to training camp with the NHL team. Now Hosang is already 24. He has yet to establish himself as a full-time NHL player and he ended up re-signing with the Islanders, avoided arbitration. You got the one-year deal and you would think a team that is as starved for offense right now as the Islanders are would at least give their former first-round pick an invitation to training camp and see if he has matured, see if he is willing to buy in more to the team concept and play defense, uh, you know, in all play hockey in all three zones, be responsible defensively. And there is no question, based on talent alone, that Josh Hosang, can bring the Islanders some of the offense that they need to improve the team. There's no doubt about that, but at what cost? And I think the fact that they're not even inviting him to training camp, not even going to give him a chance to show what he could do, tells you how damaged the relationship is right now between the Islanders organization and Josh Hosang. Now, The AHL is hoping to start in February, and he will be invited to their training camp without question. Uh, He will probably start the season with the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, unless 
And quite honestly, I think that is the unless is looking more and more likely the Islanders find a team that is interested in taking a chance on the talent of Josh Hosang and move him on. The fact that they're not inviting Josh Hosang to training camp, to me, spells out the fact that if there was any doubt at all about the fact that Josh Hosang and the Islanders have no mutual future together, I, I, I think this sums it up. He is not in the Islanders' plans and will not be in the Islanders' plans unless he goes down to Bridgeport and plays a completely different style of hockey. So, to me, I think Josh Hosang is trade bait right now, or he is going to be an AHL player, and that doesn't help the Islanders, and it doesn't help Josh Hosang. So, a little disappointed with the move, but I understand it, and it's very difficult to imagine Josh Hosang, the way he plays right now, fitting into the Barry Trotz, Lou Lamorello philosophy and system. All right, we've got a lot to get to still on the show. We will talk about uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll have some New Year's resolutions and a whole lot more to come. So lots to get to right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Folks, this is a great time in the sports world. And if you want to place a few dollars down on a game and make it a little more interesting for yourself, you've got to check out betonline.ag. Look, you got the college football bowl season right now. You've got the NFL playoffs just around the corner. And NBA is underway. NHL will be starting in just a couple of weeks. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Now, this weekend, you've got the final week of the NFL season. Lots of exciting games there. You've got some NBA action. And look, NHL training camps. You can use your Islanders' expertise. You can bet on whether the Islanders will make the playoffs, how many wins they'll have, uh, whether or not any Islanders will win any individual awards. You'll be amazed at all the options you have at Bet Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We are back. Lots more to discuss here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Don't forget also to check out one of the newest shows on the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bets, for daily insight into. Uh, some smart ways to wager, and uh, all the latest uh, gambling news, sports-related that you can imagine. So check it out. Locked on bets, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so the Islanders, one other piece of news that uh, was definitely worth sharing, uh, kind of an off-the-ice kind of a piece of news, New York Hockey Holdings, which is essentially the current owner of of the New York Islanders. They have built a bought the remaining 15% of the Islanders from the estate of Charles Wong. So uh, right now, New York Hockey Holdings uh, owns all of the New York Islanders uh, franchise, and that takes the Charles Wong estate out 
of ownership altogether. It is, for Islander fans, a mere formality, but at the end of the day, uh, it, it consolidates ownership and finalizes a deal that was a few years uh, in the making. So the Islanders now officially owned by the present ownership group, Ledecky, Malkin, etc. All right. Our Islanders birthday of the day, a New Year's baby. Yes, a New Year's baby. Happy 73rd birthday to former Islanders defenseman Jerry Hart, the native of Flin Flon, Manitoba, uh, played with the Islanders from 1972-73, their first season all the way through the end of the 1978-79 campaign. Finished up his career with the Quebec Nordique and the St. Louis Blues. Played a little bit with the Red Wings before joining the Islanders. Overall, 730 career NHL games, 29 goals and uh, 179 points for Jerry Hart. Added 78 postseason contests, three goals and 15 points there. Hart only 5'9 and 175 pounds, but at the same time, he was also uh, one of the Islanders' most consistent defensive defensemen. And when the Islanders got good in the mid-70s, Hart was a big part of that. When Al Arbor came in the second season of Islanders history and improved the goals against, Jerry Hart was one of the more reliable defensemen that helped make that possible. We're going to go back and look at one of his more reliable, uh, one of his more outstanding offensive games January 6th, 1976, the Islanders hosting the Kansas City Scouts at the Nassau Coliseum. Bill McKenzie in goal for Kansas City. Billy Smith for the Islanders. 14,865 fans on hand at the Coliseum. The Scouts, of course, then moved to Colorado to become the Colorado Rockies and are now the New Jersey Devils, where they've played since 1982. Let's go back. The first period, only one goal scored. Billy Harris, his 17th from Burt Marshall at 10:43. The Islanders had the early one to nothing advantage. In the second period, Brian Trottier added to the Islanders' lead, his 16th from Billy Harris and Jerry Hart at 5:35. Two nothing Islanders. The Islanders add to the lead again. Clark Gilly scores. Just a little 31 seconds after the Trottier goal, Jerry Hart and Jean Potvin with the assist. Islanders up 3-0. But the scouts do get on the board. Dennis Dupere, his first from Jean-Guy Legacy and Gary Bergman at 11.55. And it's a 3-1 hockey game. Scouts still in it. Well, not for long. Jude Druan scored later in the second period. It was a power play goal. His 13th. From the captain, Ed Westfall and J.P. Parise at 19.07. After 40 minutes, the Islanders had a 4-1 lead. In the third, the Islanders poured it on. Jude Druan is 14th from Dennis Potman and Eddie Westfall. That was also a power play goal at 6.05. Then Jerry Hart, his second of the season. Trache with the assist at 6.31. Jude Druin completed his hat trick, his 15th of the year. J.P. Parise and Ed Westfall with the helpers. All three of his goals on the power play at 14.53. And then Jerry Hart closed out the scoring, his second of the game, 
third of the season. Andre St. Laurent with the assist at 15-26. The Islanders skate away with an 8-1 win over the Scouts. Islanders outshoot Kansas City 42-22, including 16-5 in that second period. And after the game, Jerry Hart, again, not known for his uh, offense. And Al Arbor, who was also a defensive defenseman during his career in the NHL, he he was quoted as saying, two goals. Hmm, when I was playing, I never scored two goals in a game. I never even got close. And Jerry Hart responded to the press after the game, that's my goal, to be a better scorer than Al Arbor was. So happy birthday, Jerry Hart. Today, Jerry Hart is now 73 years old. We wish him well and happy new year. Jerry Hart is our Islanders' birthday of the day. When we come back, we will have the latest on the Matthew Barzal negotiations, plus some New Year's resolutions for the Islanders. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, if you've like me, you've tried a lot of protein bars, but the taste is always kind of iffy and the texture is never all that good. Well, that's never a problem with Built Bar. Built Bar is quite honestly the best tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, both with nuts and nut-free. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. How about these six new flavors? Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, carrot cake, lemon almond cheesecake, and apple almond crisp. Let's look at the Cherry Barcia flavor. 17 grams of protein in every bar, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so... The latest now on the negotiations with Matthew Barzal. And, you know, all the indications that we've had early on are that the Islanders and Barzi's agent have been having cordial and constructive negotiations. And, and obviously that's what you want to hear. But, you know, it's been the season, the playoffs ended in September You've had three full months, realistically, to try to get this done, and a deal is not close, according to Darren Drager of Hockey Insiders. So, you know, the season is coming, training camp's going to get underway very soon, just a couple of days, and Lou Lamorello still hoping that uh, things can get done. Here's what he told the media on Thursday, he said, we still have a couple of days until training camp, so I don't want to get into hypotheticals. It is our intention and his intention to be there, and hopefully that will happen. So, he is still uh, aiming to get Barzi in. You don't want him to be late for training camp. The thing is, you know, this shortened season is going to be a sprint in a lot of ways, and you want to make sure that a player is in game shape and ready to go when the puck drops on January 14th for the Islanders and gets things underway. So, 
you know, Barzal, they're talking about a bridge deal, two or three years, somewhere in the neighborhood of $7 million a year. Uh, a couple of deals that were signed recently may be bellwethers for this. Pierre-Luc Dubois just signed a two-year, $10 million extension with the Blue Jackets. Maybe that's something that will help the Islanders and Barzal's negotiating team find a number that they can both live with. But at the end of the day, folks, uh, I'll speak for most Islander fans. Let's just get this done and get it done before training camp opens up early next week. And we will keep you up to date. Check your Twitter feeds over the weekend. If something breaks, we will certainly let you know. A-S-A-P. So, some New Year's resolutions for the New York Islanders. And I was thinking about this one. Um... We'll start with, I think, the, the most basic one and the one that is first and foremost on everybody's minds uh, associated with the team, and that is sign Matt Barzal to a, a contract and get him into camp on time. That is something the Islanders definitely need to do, uh, and it probably is the New Year's resolution that they will fulfill first. Fingers crossed on that, but uh, I, I'm willing to predict that Matthew Barzal will be in training camp either on time or no more than 24 hours after camp opens. That's my gut feeling. That's my prediction. And yes, I'm sticking to it. Hopefully, we'll see what happens, and hopefully, I'm right on that one. But uh, I-, I get the feeling they will get the job done. There's nothing like a deadline to get things going quicker, and I think both sides realize how important it is to get Barzy into camp. Obviously, adding some offense to this lineup is another important New Year's resolution for Islander fans. And again, to me, that may not happen until we get to the trade deadline. But at the end of the day, I think Lou Lamorello will go out and do it. Uh, again, probably mid-season, somewhere between the mid-season mark and the trade deadline. The Islanders will attempt to add uh, an offensive player who can improve their 24th ranking in goals scored and on the power play last year in the NHL. One other New Year's resolution, I think, for Islander fans, let's give the old barn a formal, fond farewell. Hopefully there can be some fans in the stands before the season is over, uh, That is something I think all Islander fans really do want to see and want to experience. But at the end of the day, uh, it's a difficult situation with COVID and and depending on the vaccine's effectiveness and how quickly we can uh, roll it out. But I would like to see the old barn, this being the Islanders' last season at the Nassau Coliseum, I would like to see it go out uh, in outstanding fashion. Now, obviously, the best way, and this is to me the Final resolution, let's win that fifth Stanley Cup. Uh, Islanders have not won a Stanley Cup since 1983. I don't have to tell you how long that is. Uh, 37 years and counting from the last time the Islanders won a championship. Hopefully, uh, if things break well for this team, they can end that slump. And I think that this team, with the right tweaks and a little bit of luck, They're capable of beating anybody. 
and it just becomes a question of whether or not they can pull it off this year. Very few people expected the Islanders to go all the way to the Eastern Conference Final last year in the playoffs. Don't bet against this team. In fact, the more the national media and and the fans ignore this team and don't respect this team, I think it plays right into Barry Trotz and Lula Morello's hand, but we'll see. Uh, by the way, next week, check out our season preview on Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL always gives you a national viewpoint of what's happening around the league. And uh, I recorded my segment already about the Islanders for the show. You can find out about all 31 NHL teams uh, in our special season preview issue. So check out that episode on your podcatcher of choice with Locked On NHL's NHL season preview. That's going to do it for us on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll be back Monday next week and every day, Monday through Friday from now until the end of the season. Have a happy and a healthy New Year. Stay safe, everybody. And of course, let's go Islanders.